Welcome to It's All Poop and Plastic with Seema. I had quite the day today in terms of negotiations. Um, the, the human negotiations, these little things that we do each time we talk with someone or text with someone those little negotiations not business negotiations and one of the most difficult negotiations that I had uh, was with um, some very young uh, relatives of mine uh, and a weekly phone call that I make. So these young relatives of mine um, who are adorable, you know, I don't want to take anything away from them. Uh, They are adorable and I love to speak to them I would love to speak to them more often than once a week I just you know I don't want to be an imposition in their lives anyway that being said um, it's because of the family dynamic because of COVID because this seems to be a regular and tolerated behavior in their household when I'm speaking to one of them the other will contradict uh, the things being said by the person I'm having the conversation with on the phone. And for me, I find it distracting. I find it confusing. Uh, It always pulls the person that I'm speaking to uh, into a defensive situation where they are Uh, on the one hand having a conversation with me and on the other hand having to defend themselves against the um, character assassinations that their family member is making in the background. And... I have spoken uh, in different ways uh, to them about this and today I chose to have a direct conversation with the other family member and uh, and say, hey, I have a real problem. 
I have a real problem because when I speak to you, it's a lovely conversation that's very focused and uh, very, you know, uh, robust and direct. And then when I'm sp- when I'm speaking to the other family member, um, it is very unpleasant for me because of the regular, you know, distractions that I'm hearing in the background. And I didn't say it's you making, you know, the distractions and the, and the, and the problems in the background. I just said, I don't know how to deal with that. I don't know how to deal with having a very pleasant experience on the one hand and having a very unpleasant experience on the other hand and it's not coming from the person I'm speaking to because it isn't. You know, uh, both family members are being very lovely in their conversation directly to me. But it's the atmosphere around the conversation that um, really puts a a very bad spin on the experience, you know, a a very uh, unpleasant situation. And um, at that point, they said, oh, okay, well, then I'll go. Then I'll leave. And so then I said, well, is, the, is that what's going to happen? Because, I mean, I don't know. Is that something that you can do? Um, and then they said again that they would leave. Anyway, uh, to be fair, I don't care whether they are in the room or they're not in the room. Uh, the only thing I do care about is the is the external situation. Um, and okay, so there's that. And I'm wondering, you know, what all is happening, and if it's a function. Uh, I mean, granted, in, in, in this circumstance, there, uh, there are clearly things that are happening, but I, I, I want to I wanna kind of skirt um, the, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to dwell on, on that specific situation, but how exactly... Could this be reframed? Um, And I think that we've learned something in this pandemic about our ability to um, constructively communicate with each other. Because if 
I were, you know, I, and I have been, I have been in situations where I'm at a party or I'm at, um, a club, uh, or a concert and somebody's speaking to me, you know, they're, uh, you know, they might be quite close to me and, you know, maybe talking in my ear, um, and there are a lot of distractions around me, but that physicality, the organic nature of the experience sort of makes any distraction okay. You know, um, and tolerable, I suppose. But once there is the elements and the removal of the organic situation, meaning I am in the same physical location as you, you know, that being the most organic of situations. Once we move from that to, let's say, um, uh, a visually cloaked situation, I'm on the phone with you, um, then there is, For me, anyway, and I and I don't know if other people are also sharing this experience. I can only imagine that they are because we do have these uh, issues with. Oh, you know, you should always smile when you're speaking. You know, because then people are seeing this. But I mean, in a in a situation where you're you're face to face with someone, you you don't care that they're smiling all the time, right? But on the phone, somehow, that smile uh, is very important on, on the, you know, and it changes the tone of the conversation. Whereas one-to-one, no one is grinning like an idiot all the time unless they're a greeter in a store, you know, or or a greeter at a gallery or something, uh, you know, that, that is such an artificial situation. And, uh, but, you know, in that cloaked situation where you can't see what's happening, um, and you can't visually distract yourself, um, it becomes very important. Other sounds, um, pauses, things that would normally be okay uh, seem to not be okay. You know, telephonically. Uh, through the pandemic, uh, in, in, in these video calls, all of a sudden, uh, backgrounds become very important 
um, visual distractions, uh, lighting. Uh, there was a, a, a very important segment on the news today about a group of schoolgirls who had been um, kidnapped. And there was someone from that nation uh, reporting and speaking. And you could tell that they didn't have a ring light and they didn't have, you know, very sophisticated uh, other lightings, you know, situations. And uh, their... Um, the the uh, uh, video quality was very low possibly because you know the Wi-Fi was not uh, the, the, the internet strength was not fantastic and so you could barely see uh, that reporter's face and it took away from this incredibly important uh, story. Whereas if you were right there, if the reporter were right there, um, speaking, uh, you know, to, you know, a group of people in a room, um, I don't know that it would have been that important, you know, uh, what kind of lighting there was or whatever else. I mean, it, it can be argued that the uh, two people who did the night writing, um, the night writers who were informing the colonies... Uh, that the British were coming, uh, there was a woman and a man. Um, so like Paul Revere being the, the more well-known of the two, I wonder why. Um, you know, I'm sure no one cared <laughs> in that circumstance. You know, uh, what they were wearing, uh, how well lit they were, or anything else. But it just became, you know, this has now become just so very important um, because of an inorganic um, communication. And it's sad. You know, uh, I, it's, it's sad to think that uh, these inorganic um, me- methods of communication are, are uh, spoiling um, our relationships with, with people. And uh, 
I know that if I were with my with my um, relatives um, in a in a in a in a physical situation, maybe there might be some uh, irritation towards this bickering, but um, I don't know if it if it would have been as heightened as um, as it was. So I guess that is one other way of digesting the experience. Well, today's episode is brought to you by Ink. And uh, the many different tools that we have used in order to leave our mark um, I, th- I, I, I think of ink as being one of the more interesting uh, ways in which we have um as a society um, depended on this very portable uh, sometimes accidentally messy sometimes unreliable (laughs) uh, substance Uh, in order to express ourselves, remember things, um, and share information. So, again, today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Till next time.